Stardate 97179.1. This is a Star Trek podcast. And this is not a Star Trek podcast. This is not a Star Trek podcast. What is this wouldn't again? That, wouldn't that be awesome if it was, though? We just own Star Trek. We can do that because we're in the future. We can. What's this pod? What's this podcast? This is called the Stardate Podcast. Correct. So much better start. This is a much better podcast. I need another drink of my Aldebaran whiskey. Do you want to start this over again? No, not at all. Okay. I think this is the greatest intro we ever had. I'm so good at my job. So yeah, the great iconoclast coming at you hard and fast. The great the (laughs) girls. Oh, it's going to be one of these days. Oh, it's going to be a good one. The great Venomous over here just shaking his head. Not as much as... Uh, uh. And that leaves me to be the one upset by everybody else's mistakes and foibles. It's a shame so, we don't have a name for that. I know. Perhaps something very recently said could be appropriate for that. Yeah, it's a pity. That's a pity. We'll just move on without it. So anyways, we're going to be talking about Wait, stuff today. what's his name again? <sighs> we know who he is. The pedantic one. The pedantic one, also known as... In honor of Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Le Pedant. Yep. And we're already a minute in. <laughs> this is the best minute of internet uh, television. Radio? Listen. Listeners at home, realize that you have just lost a minute of your life. A minute, 54 seconds of your life that you will never get back. I'm and we so make sorry. no apologies. No, none at all. He you, does. You so, should, but we don't. He does not speak for the pod. He's, he's nice. We're not. So we're going to be talking about stuff today. And we're going to be talking about the two greatest captains. That's right, I said it. Ooh. He said captains. Ooh. I felt... A thousand nerds just implode of rage right now. Oh, yeah. Not and all it, at once. And it's Silence. not the two that you think. Big, uh, big Pike, Jimmy. Big Pike's Jim, not one of them? Big what? Jimmy's not in the mix here. <clears throat> We're going Picard v. Cisco today. Oh, my. Where's Janeway? Where's my Janeway? You shut your filthy poor mouth right okay. there. Fair enough. Oh, uh, uh, we'll get into that one day. I had a thought. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. No, we don't. I mean, if there is a market for it. This is a market of your thoughts. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we're doing here. It's her time of the month right now. She can't come <laughs> back And now we've just alienated all the... Uh, so many. I'm so sorry. The feminists, the socialists. I... I had it just uh, the socialists. I don't know socialists. Yeah, somehow you went you went from I'm I'm just lumping people together. So I'm offending people too. It's what I do best. <laughs> it's, what, it's what you do. Best. It is what you do best. <laughs> oh, anyway, so, back to this uh, this debate. Yeah. So this argument. Will I, be I an would, argument. I would state that each of us has a. A particular viewpoint that we're going to express, but I think that'll just come out naturally, organically. Organically, wow! Look at us using big words. Can I just ask a question? Can you assimilate him? No, no, no. I, I don't want to assimilate him. 
It's worth a shot. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Aside from the obvious answer of why not. To make all that sweet, sweet internet money. <laughs> We're not even getting paid to do this. Start a podcast is sponsored by the great taste of Charleston Chew. And Richard Nixon. <laughs> that is, I believe, the second time that's made an appearance. I really wish Charleston Chew would start sponsoring us now. Who makes them? Is it Nestle? Or? I don't know. I don't know if we want to go down that rabbit hole. Anyway. Probably not. So, in the, in the way back time, there's no sponsors in the 37th century or whatever we're in. I don't know. So, at that point, getting a retro-dated sponsor is more just bragging rights? Yeah. Well, I... I, I Especially think... in an era without currency. No, didn't we establish a... Oh, sorry, not currency? without currency, without capitalism. We, Yes, something like that. No, no, we're banking money in the past to put it in a savings account. To, and so accrue, to accrue interest. To accrue interest so that our... So that it becomes Latinum. Yes, yeah. and then we can buy out the Ferengi. And then we'll just, by this time, we'll own the That's universe. one way to do it. Why not? Profit. Profit. The uh, discussion of the Ferengi will come in episode 57. Every time you commit us to this. The rules of acquisition, is that what it's called? Yes, the rules of acquisition. So, Picard v. Cisco. The the means, the results? Yeah, there's, I think this will take some interesting tangents, and I'm, I'm looking forward to a lively and spirited debate. Okay, mainly because I have no ammo for Cisco whatsoever. I've watched a bit here and there in the historical archive. I And the nerds cringe again. I fell asleep during some of them. I, you I can... come unprepared, he comes loaded for bear. I mean, for Cisco. For Picard, I kind of have something. I, I can I hear the sounds of thousands of mechanical key- keyboards clacking away. <clears throat> Thousands, anyway. thousands. Type yeah, of. they're doing that currently. It's just not. It, it's what eleven people that are going to respond angrily about this. Probably, maybe one. I know one person listening has. Hi, hi Steve. No. I know one person, and they're probably just going to want to murder me. As they've soon as they dropped, hear this, they've dropped, nope. they've dropped. they shall remain nameless. One of their favorite captains. I feel bad airing this dirty laundry right now. Air it. But I don't. One of their favorite captains is Janeway. Hey! It's, I mean, it, it's nice that you're making a friendship with a mentally subnormal. But... <laughs> oh, that was totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, I know one person's like, oh, Janeway. She was okay. She did what she set out to do. She did. Got banished to the Delta Quadrant. Which doesn't make sense as to why they got banished to the Delta Quadrant. I... This is no longer Cisco v. Picard. It never was. Are we going down to Janeway Path right now? I think we're going down all captains. At least three. At least three so far. I don't feel a need to discuss Kirk, quite honestly. No, it's Kirk. Pike, sure. Sure, sure. There, no, there, I think there's some discussion sure. to have on sure. all of them. We got we got sexy Bacula at some point in life. Mm. Oh, oh, Bacula! I even forgot about him for a second. You can have him. No, 
I'd rather have I didn't mean have him. Nope, I'm just saying. That came out. What? Easy now. <laughs> Easy I don't now. swing that way. So. Oh, are we are we starting on Janeway just because we already opened Pandora's box? I, uh, he doesn't want to. I, I know. I I enjoyed the no because the, I have I have unfettered hatred towards the poor girl. This and is I, why. But I want to I want to have it structured, not just like grr mad grr mad. Hey, you open this box without I me knowing no box of Cisco. All right. Anyway, let's go back to where we were we, we will. Janeway is episode 71 and not a moment before. <laughs> Who's series canceled at episode 70? <laughs> series canceled at episode 5. What are you talking about? Optimism. You're being Unbasis. Unbiased. Basis? Baseless is what I meant to say. All right, there. Pedantic one. All right. So. I will refer to his quote from earlier. So, Venomous, tell me about McCard. Who? The card. Picard? Picard? I believe he said my card. I thought he said my card, too. Tell me about my card. Is it the Or Seven of Hearts? It's the Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. Um, number one. Number one, exactly. Which number one? Depends on the captain. So... Or Admiral. What do you want to know? Better. Educate us as we were the insufficient minds you assumed us to be. Just tell, so you've seen several of the captains. Uh-huh. I mean, you've seen them all at one point or another. Why does Picard get your top vote? Mainly because, for one thing, aside of, unless you're Wesley Crusher, and then he tells you to shut up, Wesley. Which... Deserved. Well, yes. He tells Worf to shut up all the time, too. But not in the same way. It's not the same way. It's, not, it's definitely not the same He way. is aggressively French talking down to Wesley. <laughs> Wesley, shut your stupid face! <laughs> That's almost as bad as the spy accent he used the other day. The French spy, yes. I don't even remember doing that. Not you, Picard. Himself. Oh, yes! <laughs> hey, which doesn't make sense because he's freaking French. No, it makes perfect sense. He's acting like a bad Frenchman. He's acting like a bad Frenchman. Anyway. Anyway. So the reason, if I were serving on any starship, I would want Picard as my captain is, first off, if you look at the historical archive, the reason he started taking all these chances later in life is because of his one fight with that Nausicaan, mm-hmm. which kind of... Smacked him down a few pegs, but enough to go, you know what? When you take a gamble with... A Nausicaan? A Nausicaan, or just anything that's going to kill you, you have to make sure you have all your ducks lined in a row. Or at least have all your phasers, phaser banks ready to load to fire. Mm-hmm. If you need to use them. Mm-hmm. Because if I remember seeing a short trek, yes, or a very tiny... Condensed historical archive. Yes, thing. of course. God, what, what was that one quote? Um, using aggression is like the last resort. The last resort, mm-hmm. which it should be. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just go out guns a blazing. Which, if we remember, that's what Q was accusing the entire human race of, like being savage, baby, infant, child race. Because you don't understand something, you blow it up. What? Hey depending on which version of Starfleet he witnessed. 
has some validity. Or just humanity in general. Yes. You can kind of look at the times we're recording this in. You have a bunch of people that don't understand the facts of things, and fear and their ignorance starts brewing. Fear-mongering, yeah. What does that lead to? It leads to... It leads just to anger. Anger, which hatred. Which leads to hate. Which leads to, to suffering, suffering. Which leads to the dark side. <laughs> I don't know that reference. I mean, either. I don't know where that came from. Maybe it was this really whack-ass drink that I'm drinking. That's the uh, fictional uh, historical art. Right? Yes, that's that's the mythos that we're one of the mythos. The legends, you might say. Legends, legends. not the canon. The not legends. the canon. But Picard never really takes that route unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, and then when he does, he goes hard. Yeah, he go he go hard. Unless you're the board. Unless you're the board. That's a personal reason. Because it's got a lot of personal reasons involved. Yeah, but I get that one reason. Yeah. That aside, anytime he takes into anytime he'll take some decision into account, he will always not assume that he knows what is the best course of action. He has he has a plan. The opposite. Yeah, he'll take into account the rest of the bridge staff. It's like what is what are you what do you think what what is this what's that All right. what about you who I banished to the engineering quadrant. What hit, what say you? Yes. You mean Jordy? Yes. Hey, he takes Jordy's opinion he, like oh, exactly, my. and yet he still kicked him to engineering he, as he far was, away from him as possible. He needed somebody to run the ship, but also he must have really liked him because the dude was a pilot. True. Yeah, and he, he just, was a pilot and became chief a, engineer. He also had a fourteen-year-old as his pilot after that, so. Yeah, and so he just apparently like, he just didn't think very much of pilot. He was just like any chunk can be a pilot. You pilot, be an engineer. Yeah, and what did that do with Jordy? Jordy was an amazing engineer. He was. He was the only one that got promoted throughout that whole whole time. Yeah, but not only that, when you have his interactions with Data. Yes. No, I was gonna bring that up. Because not that? many other. Because I feel like I can't just... think many other captains could handle the moral implications and quandaries involved in not just handling data as a member of your crew but effectively taking on a role of both at times father and at times moral guidance and at other times even just teaching how to have not have humanity but acquire a humanity. Instilling humanity. Instilling humanity. Instilling? Yes. And that not many other captains would I put having to be able to handle both of those responsibilities. Handling everything that came with data. And that was a complicated thing to handle for any position, let alone also dealing with a thousand other people and keeping them alive. Mm-hmm. And while doing so, not violating the Prime Directive, not destroying entire civilizations. Doing his best to. Doing his best to. There because there times where he's like, oh, crap, we already contaminated it. All right, well. Oh, crap, our Prime Directive doesn't make sense here, but we're going to apply it anyway. Yeah. Well, there's the one case. Oh, I just saw it. I can't remember which one it was. They Oh, it was with that proto-Vulcan race. Oh, right. Oh. 
what are they called? I can't remember. But they had gotten to the point in their in their evolution as a species that they had they thought, oh yes, all these superstitions we no longer have them. You know, there is no the Mintakins. The Mintakins, thank you. And then what does what does Picard do? You know, he you know, they beam at least one of them aboard, they treat him, they fix him. The Mintakin thinks Picard is God, he's the overseer. Which hey. Yeah. Wise shiny old man. Yeah. yeah. When I think of God, I think of, you know, balding Englishman. You know. Drinking Earl Grey. I mean, it's Earl Grey. Come on. Anyway. I'll drink to that. What are you drinking, by the way? Some uh, lovely uh, synth porter right there. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Synth feels insulting to it. It's better than that. It's better. It's it's the guy didn't poured something. That's all uh, I know. At least geez. Neelix didn't. Man, no. guy is still kicking after all these years. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Picard. Back to Picard. Yes, the Mentakan. The whole Mentakan debacle. Dilemma. Dilemma. Same thing. Is it? Well, it depends. Do you consider it a total debacle? Did it end it poorly? Was more of a, it was more of a dilemma. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't end as poorly as no, it, it would need it to. it ended pretty well. Yeah. Because he, they beam this one dude aboard, they fix him up, they think they wipe his memory, they don't. So he starts spreading, oh yes, the Picard is angry with us, blah, blah, blah. He, against his better judgment, brings somebody else up and shows them, hey, we're not really omnipotent beings. We're no, just we just got the science. Who have this technology that's beyond your years. Brings Consider, her back I down. think they were considered roughly the equivalent of Earth's Bronze Age. Yeah. Or Bron, Bronze Age, yeah, somewhere around there. Somewhere around that. And he tries to reason with them, and they kind of get it. He brings her back down if with himself. Any, if there were any logical captain that is non-Vulcan. It would be... Jean-Luc Picard. Yes. But the thing that I admired the most of it, it's like he he puts himself in the position like, okay, if you really don't, if you really believe that I am a deity, you can shoot me with that arrow and I'll be, and I won't be harmed. But if you do, you will live the rest of your life knowing you killed another person. Can you handle that? And he shoots him with an arrow and he missed, but he shot him in the elbow or the shoulder. And he's like, oh crap. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. Guess you can live with that. But him willing to go, you know what? We messed up, but I'm going to find a way to fix it at the cost of myself. Not putting any any of my crew in jeopardy because this is my mistake as a captain to fix. And you know, it wasn't entirely. It wasn't because other stuff happened. But, but man, he... can that guy take responsibility for someone else's mistake? Yes. And try and. The last thing he wanted to do was just nuke him and just say, oops. Oops. But no, he tried to reason with Yeah, we, we went to visit the Mintakins. They were all gone. Don't know what happened. I don't That's know. That's going in the ship's log. Done. Why is there a proton torpedo missing? Uh, data Must have been an inventory error. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Data ate it. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to try something new. But yeah, and, and even just handling data. Because That's a big thing. What other captains would want 
a artificial life form who none has the time. none of them, who has all the knowledge whatsoever, can snap their neck with their pinky, but still take the time to educate them, teach them, look, you know what? You are valuable as a person. Essentially to the point grooming them. Yeah. Trying to train them as much as they can to the point that that officer in the end sacrifices his own sentience and life to save his mentor. Yes. That is true. And you know, both those examples, the examples of Mentakins and the examples of the Noskins, both highlight the issue that I think the philosophical philosophical of cocktail we're getting philosophy up here. Oh yeah. We're going hardcore. Now the I think if you think about the timeline of the card, so he he does rash things as a youth. He gets in a fight with a Nausikin and he gets himself stabbed, but it works I out I mean, what else do you do when you're in a fight with a Nausikin? Yeah, it's not going to end well for you. You get yourself stabbed, but he gets a new heart. Thing that might actually stabbed. be a positive outcome, really. Well, I thought it was interesting that he came out and like, okay, he got himself a heart transplant and he lived on to see another day. And then, you know, he led the away mission that that uh, highlighted his career. He took command of the Stargazer when... Mm-hmm. Per- it seems like it was hinted that perhaps there were others that were more, like, senior ranking or more capable, but he took command anyways, and... Perhaps Rear Admiral Lower Half. <clears throat> something something of that. Rear Admiral Lower Half. I forgot about that. <laughs> There's the name of the episode right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, anyway, so, in, in his youth, he does rash things, but he gets away with it. Mm-hmm. And he has as most rash youths do, and you know, by the skin of his teeth, he gets away with it. And he's, I think, as he ages, he comes to the realization that like, I can't just go on doing things like this. These, these all have, these could have far-reaching consequences, especially now that I'm the captain of a ship with a thousand people on board and many more people are affected by my decisions. Even though there's never a time where it's like he had the consequence. Like, he never lost a whole... You know, men die, Men and women died under his command. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit, I'm sure, but nothing, nothing to an extreme... Natasha Yar. Nothing to a... a Twice. A realm... Ouch. A realm where he would be like... Oh, this was such a horrible loss of life or something that... Although we don't know what individual... There might have been some individual... I guess Jack Crusher could be one, his friend. That is a very valid one. That is always one that's just been a weight on him. But the, the point I'm taking a long time to get at is that Captain Bacard was very focused on the the means that... That even though it might work out in the end, it's still not right. It must be both practically and philosophically yeah. correct. Morally it, correct. Look what he did with the right. whole Romulan debacle. Because this quote was... Now that one's a debacle. Was that interesting debacle. to me. 
I, I liked when it talked about at the one time when um, this is before or after Locutus. This is after Locutus. They uh, they find the planet where naturally occurring. It has these uh, chemical properties that could create medicines that would cure thousands of people and basically give people immortality. But the problem is that there is a small group of of a pre warp civilization on there. So the Federation is trying to figure out how can we get rid of all this small group of people. How can we establish eminent domain? Yeah, how can we just take these people and we're like, and the Federation is saying like, this could help countless billions of people. There's only 600 people on this thing. Let's let's get a nice little hall deck. We'll transport them to another planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll all be fine and dandy. And so this admiral at one point says, we're only moving 600 people. And Picard comes back with, with his space dad stare and just stares him down. With his and wins. Even though, you know, he's he's outranked here. He says, How many people does it take, Admiral, before it becomes wrong? Mm -hmm. A thousand, fifty thousand, a million? How many does it take, Admiral? So even though moving six hundred people would save seventy five billion, that means is not acceptable. But the, if you remember why they wanted to do that, it was to exploit the properties of this world. That is absolutely not exploit for a positive outcome, but but it's still exploitation. It's, still exploitation. We, it's not the Federation. I am exploiting oh, this whiskey right now for my own personal gain. It's not a sentient thing, though. Do you know that? But, I mean, the planet's not a sentient thing. The planet's not sentient, but these people are there. And why could? What if there were? The thing is. If it's the whole freaking planet, full. What you're saying, full? If it's the whole planet, and it's six hundred people, that's a, either a a tiny planet, or b just go over to the other side. Well, they want the whole planet. Well, I think the purposes. idea is, is that they're taking the resources from this planet would strip mine it, strip and make mine it uninhabitable. It. There you go with the whole issue with the Romulans. Right. What does what does Starfleet mean? And if Starfleet mm -hmm. doesn't mean that, depends on who you ask. Well, I think Picard's take on it is like, listen, this is what it should be. And this... then, when Starfleet goes, no, we just want to, we want to, no. Well, and and Picard tried to be moral compass when he could, when he could. When you go, you know, I mean, I'm sure Starfleet did many naughty things. Starfleet, Starfleet. Yeah, we're. I need. I need a little bit more whiskey to cancel this out. It's improves my diction. Mm. So Starfleet did many naughty things when Picard wasn't around. You know, he got himself promoted to admiral, and then eventually he left because Starfleet wasn't the same way that he was when he was a young man. When he was more idealistic. Yeah. And see what happens when you try to be idealistic all the time. It just gets beaten out of you. Yes. Well, and, and I tend to think, too, is... So you go you, back to your chateau and crying to wine. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, that's yeah. exactly what I would do. But I chateau. think as you get older, you start to see the inner workings of a lot of the things that you looked up to as a young 
child and you start to see that they're not as pure as innocent as you might have once thought they were sure and one of the main differences that i can see between picard and cisco is cisco spent a lot of time in the front lines of war are yes gonna, he did are we going to do a transition to i believe cisco? that would be a segue that would be a yeah we're, we're, we're mm -hmm. segueing right into it do you want do you want to do with that or do you want to just keep going where are we at in here almost 30 minutes uh, yeah, we we can pause for uh, some uh, dancing, Charleston dancing Charleston shoes here. Oh yes, we'll be right back after these words. Choo 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 choo, Charleston. Choo 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 choo, Charleston. Eat your chew, chew choo 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 choo. And we're back. Is that staying? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, that was going to stay regardless. Is that the theme song to Charles Jew? I'm going to assume that was a, uh, an Iconoplast original. That was something all right. Mr. Chu, that one's free. For you? For Hugh? Next, next one you got to pay for. I, I'm, I'm really hoping to somehow get to Mr. Charleston Jew. Is Charleston Jew even still a thing? Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. You don't spend enough time in the Dollar Tree, my friend. I do not. In the I... 21st century. Yeah, no. No, I don't. I don't. And I don't regret that. It's your loss. Yeah. Sometimes. No, I... I, I stayed on Cheddar Whales, too. Is that supposed to be just, like, knockoff goldfish? Yes. Oh, goodness. I hate those, anyway. Hmm. Don't know what you're missing. We all have our faults. I disagree with that. <laughs> Speaking of faults. Speaking of yeah, actually, I like that segue. I, I like that work I like we're working that way into there. Because I think Cisco was delightfully flawed as a captain. Was he a captain? He was. Uh, again, I will question that. He held the rank of captain. Of what vessel? Of the Defiant and of Deep Space Nine. Yes, nine didn't count as a vessel. Deep Space Nine is not a vessel, it's a space station. But he held the rank of captain. He was more governor. Governor Cisco. Okay. I'll give you that. I mean, that, that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> governor Cisco. Again, pedantic. No, I know. The title could be better than the one before as long as it's more accurate. Um, well, and I mean, to be fair, in in that as long time as he's period, not Principal Cisco, he did start out as a commander. He did. Commander Cisco was running Deep Space Nine for a while, but he got promoted to captain. And I, I will consult the archives on this because I don't recall when. Season five. I mean, start eight. Crap. He. What, um, what is this? Eh, my phone VA problems. housing benefits continued again by government for 2020. Are you eligible? What? Yes, yes we are a veteran household. Is that our new sponsor? Yes. Well, we'll have to take this quick survey to find out. <laughs> uh, but the thing I said about the difference between Picard and Cisco is Cisco was in war. True. And he was at the Battle of Wolf 359. 
Granted, so was so Picard. Was Picard. But not of his own volition. So was Picard, but Picard was in battle. Picard was battle-tested, there's no doubt about that. But Cisco was in the heart of the Dominion War for years. Wasn't the Enterprise also pulled into the Dominion War? They weren't around for most of it. I thought they were. Not really. I know they were, like, going back and forth between, like, the Romulans and stuff. There was... Just, um... Before we get into all that, uh -huh. can I bring something back up that is relevant to Cisco By that does not get enough discussion? Okay. His conception... Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of space magic involved in that one. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, essentially, uh Bajoran spirits sorry, the prophets inhabited Cisco's mother and influenced her to marry I believe it was Joseph Cisco, mm -hmm. was his father's name. No way. To marry him, to conceive Benjamin Sisko, who could later close the wormhole. Something to that effect. Mm hmm No, there was a lot of mysticism in the... So wait, are you saying uh, his well, entire life was predestined? I well, say that. it's a race called the prophets. What do you expect? So everything he did is for naught. Mm, no. Because that's what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's one of those. I'm just sticking. I understand. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's one of those. Ultimately, he accomplished what he was purposed for. But every step along the way, whether they worked towards that goal or not, is a separate question. Hmm. And which is one I'm. It would seem we are discussing now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I'm not as familiar with Benjamin and Francisco. Yes. Benjamin Cisco. Well, and see, you, first of all, for me, you got to love a man that has a, he has a space station. And one day he just decides, he's like, you know what, we might go to war here. So he just like drives home to Starfleet, apropos nothing. And he says, give me, give me a warship. Starfleet is like, we don't make warships for exploits. And he's like, shut the hell up. Give me a warship. Basically. And they're like, all right, well, we got this thing that was, like, so powerful that we, like, decommissioned it because it almost blew itself up because the phasers were too strong. He's like, Because that's... it was probably invented by Section 31. Yeah. He's like, that's the one. That's the one I want. I don't know any Section 31. But he's like, I want that one. And then Starfleet is like, all right, you can have it, you weirdo. But And he's like, I want a cloaking device with it, too. And, like, cloaking devices are illegal. We can't do that. And give me it. And he's just like, I'm Benjamin Cisco. Give me a cloaking device. And Starfleet's just like, I don't think. He's just like, I'm going to call the Romulans up. They're going to give me. I'm like, you know Klingons. You know that, right? Can I bring up one additional interesting point in relation to the Picard Cisco dilemma? If you must. So we, we're all aware of Wolf 359 and its mm -hmm. important relevance. Inside job. It gets better. Do you know what other tangential merging point they had? What's that? Cisco, after Wolf 359, had taken a pit, pit, uh, blah, blah, 
position at the Utopia Planitia fleet yards on Mars. Okay. Leading really? up to, probably, realistically, depending on when he left when there. Mars still burns? Yes. Mm-hmm. Still on fire. Still on fire. And after like six centuries. It was a big fire. Big fire. Big fire. Yeah, he was uh, named Captain later. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, only because of the Defiant. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, Defiant, I, stand, Defiant, I stand to stick with my reasoning of he was not is, captain of DS9. He's captain, captain of the Defiant. Captain of the Defiant. Governor of DS9. Oh, he I mean, holds two titles. It's a tough little ship. Little. <laughs> okay, Worf. Worf would like a word with you. Mm-hmm. While he tries to... Oh, oh, that's going to sound weird. I was going to say, well, if he tries to double fist you, double fist punch you. And Calm down, Kirk. Easy. Easy. He did that sometimes. Kirk would do both definitions of what you said. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Kirk was a talented one. We'll have to talk about him one of these days. Back to Cisco. Back to Cisco. And... You're all looking at a quilt we have on our massive screen right now. I don't know the context of this, though. No, you do not. And this is the interesting context. So, at this point in time, the Federation had been at war with the Dominion for quite some time. Wasn't that, um... The Jem'Hadar drug addicts? Yes. Jem'Hadar drug addicts. um, I thought it was, um... God, what's his... Forta Butkisser's... What's his name? Oh, yes. That the shapeshifter... Odo. 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 Wasn't, yeah. that, wasn't his race involved in that? Yeah, that too? was his also, people. His people were the controllers of the Jem'Hadar. That's what Of the Dominion, yeah. They were the pimps. They were drug the dealers. Yeah. Ah, okay. And so, there's all kinds of... And so, during the course of this war, there's a particular time, even though it... Wheeled it way all the way through where Cisco had to do is a lot of nasty, nasty things because this is war and this is what one does, and it is not a savory time. And so, at the end of all this nastiness, he does a log entry, and I quote, So, I lied, I cheated, I bribed men to cover the crimes of other men, I am an accessory to murder. But the most damning thing of all, I think I can live with it. And if I had to do it all over again, I would. Garrick was right about one thing. A guilty conscience is a small price to pay for the safety of the Alpha Quadrant. So I will learn to live with it, because I can live with it. I can live with it. Computer, erase that entire personal log. Wait, if he erased that log, how do we still have that log? He didn't realize the security footage was yes. filming at ah, the time. So remember, the archival footage we uh, yes. function all of our data retrieval upon is is essentially just peeping tom. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's very Big Brother is watching. I, I keep saying Wolf Five Three Five Nine is inside job, and we know it. This is how we know. I mean, it technically is. I, I've got Not a willing inside job. I've got my proof that on has. Not been once ever I, stated once I that take, it was willing. Once I take my foil hat off, I'll expose my proof. You can keep your proof exactly where it is. I don't need to see it. <laughs> so, anyways, the key difference that we have 
in this scenario is that a battle-hardened Cisco doesn't matter, doesn't care what he has to do to get the results. He does what must be done. And I think in a similar way to Picard, takes on that guilt himself. Does not require others to experience the same guilt, experience the same heartache and the same with differing around. results, but I would agree with that. With differing results. How so? In that where Picard it resolves him to be even more resolute in his moral convictions. Cisco takes on that guilt but uses it to in a way hide what he was doing or what he had done so that no one else becomes aware of it and not have to face the consequences in full whereas Picard was hey I screwed up you're all gonna know about it because I'm gonna tell everybody so you can learn from it Cisco kind of goes the other way like eh nobody needs to know about this it's all good we'll just we'll fix it after the fact fix it in post fix it in post Frank oh he's dead still dead still dead we haven't we haven't brought him back yet no time travel work on it but that's where does that does that distinction make sense yeah at least for me okay especially with that quote in mind about you know I lied I cheated I did this and that I bribed I want to hide all my skeletons you didn't even get to the other thing he did with the Eddington situation that that was I'll leave you to that one that one honestly opposite of how Picard handled the Mentakins I will actually I will draw a parallel though because I think what we talked about before was that that got very personal for him for Picard for for Cisco with Eddington and for Picard against the Borg especially the second time because it's Cisco with Eddington and at the end of the day he said to himself I'm I'm doing this because I need to get results and I don't care what I have to do. I don't know who Eddington was. Okay, so Eddington was, for those who have not watched the historical archives like we have, um, some of us. Eddington was a was a Starfleet officer who, in fact, was a Maquis. Oh. And who was as were so, most of the Maquis. As were many of them, but Eddington was Cisco's security chief. For a time, and he was the Chicote. No, he was the well. He was the Tuvok or the Wharf. Oh yeah, because okay. Chicote, Chicote was Maquis, but he was number one. Yeah, right. My mistake. Yeah. So Ennington was a security officer that turned rogue, or perhaps always was rogue, or who was Probably to say? Always was rogue. Which, just on a side tangent, I will give props to Janeway. To make two opposing factions get along. True that. And eventually... What's the word I'm looking for? Meld. Meld. Coalesce. Coalesce. That's a good word. Into a working... I turned my page of the calendar off. You did. You know, 
to coalesce into a working unit of a starship. I'm still sticking with slight tangent again with Janeway. Top Janeway moment, not letting Ponfire destroy her ship. I mean, that's impressive. I'll, I'll give her that, but... Yes, but tangent resolved. Yes. We, perhaps in that next episode, should be the rest of the captains. Sure. I'll go with that. Yeah. We've, we've done the top two here. We'll go... Somebody's top two here. Somebody's. We'll, we'll get Interesting to top two. Very distinct top two. Very distinct. You didn't finish your thought with Eddington, sorry. No. No, so Eddington became, you know, turned rogue, became Maquis. Screw you, stab you in the back, out. Yeah. And Cisco obviously is pissed. Uh-huh, as one would be. As Cisco would be. took things more personal. He and Well, he took that one very personal. Especially that one. Well, and also because the initial Maquis uh, confrontation involved a good friend of his as well that turned to the Maquis. I forget that situation. That was the very initial situation, like a friend of his from uh, from Starfleet Academy. Ooh, his name escapes me at the moment, but it was, uh, you know, two of them, you know, like schoolmates, something with that, served in different ships, but eventually, and, you know, the Maquis is a whole other tangent in and of itself that we don't want to quite dive into at this point Not in time. Just, yeah. But, suffice it to say, Eddington joined up with their ranks, turned rogue, Cisco chases after him. From time to time, he gets close to catching them, doesn't quite, they, they get kind of a Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote relationship going. What, what did Eddington do? Well, he, Short of me needing to go back and watch all these things. He just, the, the Maquis, you know, they were a guerrilla warfare. Yeah, they were unhappy with the way Federation was going. Yeah. They wanted to, yeah. But, but they had a whole bunch of small ships. They didn't have anything of, yeah. of substance. Yeah, warfare. Yeah, so they, they, you know, they struck a transport ship. They struck colonies that weren't well defended. You know, star bases that, you know, they could sneak on to and steal supplies. And they did all kinds of nasty, dirty little crimes, which the Federation yelled at while they were doing their own nasty, dirty crimes. And, but, you know, we have good reasons, darn it. And so Cisco took this personally. He took this personally, and at one point, he's going after Eddington, and Eddington is on a planet, and he decides to launch these trilithium torpedoes at the planet that's going to basically nuke the atmosphere. That's not good. It's, it was not very nice of him, but the result was everyone could see it coming a mile away, and they had to evacuate the planet. But because of that, Cisco could see where he was going and scoop him right up. The character you were referring to before was uh, Lieutenant Commander Calvin Hudson. Calvin Hudson. Thank you for that patent. Mm -hmm. So, so that's the that's the real extreme end of means justifying and oh, justifying. Oh, you think you got away? I blow up the whole planet. I will blow up an you entire on. planet just to get you. Oh, wait. Cisco blew up the plant. Cisco did it. Not Eddington. No. I thought Eddington did it. I was no. like, well, what's the bad thing? And I was like, oh. No, Cis no, no. Cisco Cisco did it. shot some torpedoes at that planet. And it That's blew not it all good up. at all. That's not good at yeah. all. Like I said, it, the only justification was the fact that the people. Could, but he took out Eddington. The so, people got out of the means. 
and he got himself his Addington. So he's happy at the end of the day. Yeah, but you destroyed a whole planet. Where do you repop? You have to move all these people now. Not if you don't ask those questions. That's Cisco's answer to this. It's just like, why are you asking dumbass questions like that's, this? That's that's got to hear that's, that. No, that weak question. Let's go play baseball. How <laughs> is baseball still a thing? It was. He loved it. I know. He, he loved the crap out of us. I mean, I enjoy baseball. I do too. How did it proliferate so that long? Well, I mean, back you love sock, love um, water polo of all things. Did Jane we have like some weird thing like Fairhaven. Yeah, Fair Haven. Yeah, Fair Hey. <laughs> she was swayed by other things in Fair Haven. Yeah, she looked, Oh, and Seven of Nine was, had the, the oh, was, Connect Four game. Ah, uh, what was it called? Cottescott. Yes. Yes. Her version of Peggle. But that, yes. That's Seven of Nine, not a captain. Well, everyone had their weird Granted, stuff. Janeway was swayed by like. Anything Seven of Nine ever said. That's a, it's seven of nine. Yeah, anyway. You kind of disagree. <laughs> anyway. So at, at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself: Do the ends justify? Picard had chess. What? Picard had chess. Did oh he? no! Did he have chess? He had fencing. Fencing. Sorry, yeah, I'm thinking of fencing. Spock was chess. Yeah, Spock he, was chess. He did a little bit of Parcheesi squares on the side. That was mostly Riker. Yeah, well, Rucker just hit it for the girls. And he got him. Yeah, he yeah, did. did. Yeah, he did. So, like, the the one brought up the, the question of the, the, the infamous trolley problem. Someone did? Yeah. So I didn't. He did. No, but that that's... I think that's a... a the trolley problem is a full discussion. Oh, I know that. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Do you... Do you... I am familiar. You know the trolley. You problem. have five people on one lane, one person on the other. Which ones do you sacrifice? Well, yeah. that's that's not. That's the not the full thing. That's no. not the attack. That here's the thing: the the train is on the track to kill five people. Yeah. Can you make the decision to allow it to kill the five, or or change the change it? Take the action to kill the one. Take the action. Yeah, it's just well, it's no, a deeper question that way. That yeah. that is a deeper question because. A lot of people... Can you accept neg negligence, or can you accept this guy going to die because I did something? Yeah. Can you accept a responsibility? Cause, because yes. you can accept... You can justify saying, like, well, it wasn't my decision to make, I didn't. Meanwhile, Cisco's route to that equation Cisco is says drift pull down the lever. both lanes. No, Cisco Take out said, all six. No, Cisco says pull the lever. Go Tokyo Drift with that truck. Tokyo Drift this thing. Take out all six. And don't, and don't think twice. But no, Cisco says pull the lever. And he, he's like, pull the lever before you exhaust the other options. He's like, kill the dude. That's the thing. He's going to die. Picard might say kill the five, though. He might say kill the five, or he might say, hang on a second. Prime Director says what? Prime Director says, what is it going to do? Yeah. All right, let me take into consideration that point. Yeah. But then Picard would have 17 meetings, and by then, the five are dead. That's, but that's not how that works it's in not, real no. time. I know. But sometimes that, it did. Sometimes. sometimes. Most of the time it wasn't. Because that, that's he wanted, wasn't. he wanted to make sure that the solution that was going to happen was, was going agreed to upon happen. by all. Not only agreed upon by all, not always agreed upon not by always. all. Not always. 
the many solution times. that he wanted to come across was what is the least amount of damage we can inflict on this planet group of people and how could we roll in that one continue going yeah yeah now essentially kill the one dude but here's but the, how essentially can we kill the one dude without it in, being our fault no how can At we times. kill the one dude in the most slow painless <laughs> way as possible can we get i believe you want quick and painless not in this case. <laughs> it was like they'll feel the effects it will be later we're being gone but here's a here's they might the, have what capability by that here's the Three. extension of that trolley problem though that people always get hung up on the people on the trolley no so you got uh because i don't think they get any any thought given their way about Picard being the take, person who gets the car would take their, their, their yes their say so you get Five die from inaction, one dies from action. Correct. One does not die from inaction. Or four die from inaction. Yeah. Sorry. Four four additional die from inaction. One dies either way. No, it's one and five. I know. Yeah. Four additional if you do nothing. Yes. Yes. We we math. We math good. Okay. All right. But here's the extension of that. So it said, so one dies from action, five die from inaction. Oh, yes. Now, you you just change the framing device of this. So, a doctor, a surgeon looks at five dying patients. One of them has a heart problem, one has a lung problem, one has a kidney problem, one has a liver problem, one has an intestinal problem. All different problems. All different problems. He looks at his, at his healthy nurse over there and he said, I can kill you. And, and I can take each of your organs. And I can take each of your harvest organs. Harvest you for this five, n- And five. I can save five people with you. Yeah. Should I, should I stab my nurse in order to can save five? Can you Kevorkian in this? Now, that... Are they Klingon? They have dual organs. Now, that... that but doesn't that problem Time seem Lord? a lot more horrifying? What? Time Lord? What? Or Time Lord, yes. <clears throat> so that problem seems a lot more horrifying. No, yeah. I get... It's a philosophical ramification of things. But the same result That happens. Cisco didn't care. He's going to get the same result Picard had, but a different means to do it. And that's the thing. I think, in a lot of ways. I think yeah, Cisco stabs the nurse. To... Oh, he probably would stab the nurse. I think he stabs the nurse. And... Picard but would like accurately and in a way that does not damage the five organs he needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Picard would be like, if I have to kill you, I want to know your input on this matter. <laughs> Picard has a waiver of consent. He does. He wants to make sure that, all right, this is what needs to happen. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Okay. Let's do it. And sometimes Picard won't even ask. Like, I know this is an option. I'm still not doing it. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I'd rather, because the thing is, oh, yeah, Cisco does that. But there's other people under his command who has to watch this happen. They have to live with that. But then no goes, how much Cisco there, there goes into yeah. the third variable of the trolley situation of five people you don't know versus one person you did. Can you yeah. take that? Can you take that decision? Yeah. The, the now the one person on the tracks is your wife. Right. 
it's the same it's the same amount of person the numbers dying. are all the same yeah yeah the numbers don't change but now you have an emotional connection we right. went on a different tangent than i thought this was going to go well i think that's because it's a philosophical like how do you feel do you feel are you a spock the needs of the many justify the needs of the few or the one or that's, the that's not the same that's not exactly the same the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Right. Or the one. Or it the is one. of the, of the in one. In this yeah. case. Or Captain, the one. And then, oh, he dies. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So, and and that's a realm where, you know, Spock sacrificed himself to save the ship. Yeah. So Multiple times. Multiple times. So that... That's also, Data. Data did that. Data did that to second to save Because Picard. of... Because the things of things that you learned. Yes. That's a one-to-one. But then you let's say you got the card. He's saying sacrificing six hundred to save countless billions is not worth it. Well, you remember the question he asks is about precedent. Mm-hmm. If you set the precedent coming? at six hundred, and that's acceptable, six hundred is the your question. first standard that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Where does it stop? Yeah. Yeah, that's the point that he was trying. That to That is make. the point because uh, you had the whole. Cisco, time. meanwhile, yeah, six hundred. Okay. They were never there. Scoop yeah. up. Nope, gone. But Picard, on the other hand, was like, all right, you have 600 people on this entire planet. Just go over there. Mm-hmm. No, we want the whole thing. That's not what Starfleet is. Yeah. Which is why Mars burns to this day. So, there's a lots of more things we got to discuss about this. We need to get all the other captains involved in this. I agree with that. And their input on how the Charlie problem would be affected by their decision making. And we will do that next time. Or episode 75. Either one. Whichever one comes first. Whichever one comes first. It's a Jeremy Barney situation. We can move to episode 75 tomorrow if we wanted to. We could. We probably won't, though. Because we're lazy. No, we're very linear despite the... (laughs) You're a filthy liar is what you are. (laughs) No, no, no. We, we... We record very linear in a linear fashion despite your ramblings and I, I can't be held down by your time rules, man. Anyway. Gotta be. So with that said, we will sign off. Until next time. Kabla. That's actually not bad.